Every generation has a legend. Every journey has a first step. Every saga has a beginning. Hello, and welcome to Peanut Butter and Star Wars. Uh, I'm Eli. And I'm Bob. And today we're going to be talking about the uh, pivotal moments that led to this podcast. Including what was that bathtub moment that let me know that I had a young Star Wars apprentice? What console did I play Lego Star Wars on? (laughs) What was the delicious snack that we ate while playing our favorite Star Wars game of all time? How much did we hate the new Battlefront? All this and more coming up on episode one. Always two there are, a master and an apprentice, or in our case, a father and son. Hi, I'm Bob. And I'm Eli. And welcome to Peanut Butter and Star Wars. So probably like every father, I tried really hard to craft my son in my own image. And... You know, for some dads, that could be sports ball, if, if that's what they're into. However, I'm not into sports ball. It might be um, fixing their car, but I can't fix <laughs> anything on a car. So for me, it was creating a little Star Wars fanboy. And it started uh, very young. Uh, I can remember we had a Star Wars A New Hope uh, lift the flap book that I would read you very frequently that uh, was just a real short retelling of episode one and uh, so I had tried to steep you in Star Wars lore from the beginning uh, I remember very vividly uh, a, pr- a proud moment for me as a father where I knew that I was successful uh, came uh, when you were probably about three, I would say, or four, and uh, helping you in the bath, uh, as, I, as I did uh, at that age. Luckily, you've, you've reached the ability to bathe yourself. Just now. barely, though. Yeah. And we were, we were playing, you were probably playing with some little action figures or something, and I remember well, you kind of looked up at me with a thoughtful look in your eye and said, Dad... Why is Darth Vader a bad guy? And I heard the music playing in the background as I said, Son, I waited so long for you to ask me that question. <laughs> and I knew that you were ready to appreciate the, uh, the finer things of Star Wars, to appreciate it on a, a deeper level than just action figures and video games. One of the largest parts of Star Wars in my young life was playing uh, Lego Star Wars, the complete saga, on my Wii. I would stand there, typically in underwear, <laughs> with the, the Wii remote and the what, what, nunchuck yes. in my hand, and I would you know, move around with the game while I was playing and like hopping around and swinging my lightsaber around. And the, uh, the episode of Lego Star Wars that I remember the most was The Phantom Menace. Because I thought it was so cool 
how, you know, like Anakin, he was around my age, I guess, whenever I was playing it. So that's why I kind of liked it. And I liked um, Darth Maul and, you know, all the lightsaber fights and Lego Star Wars. But apparently I played it all the time and I just remember playing it like once. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I hear. I think I might be being lied to. If you weren't in your underwear, you might have also been in some of your various little Halloween costumes, like those little Halloween like costume the, onesies that you had. <laughs> like the Spider-Man costume. You also had a Django fit, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember the helmet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, you had the whole thing. And uh, I think that that also set up, began to set up a trend that would, would follow and shame me from even that young age that you were better at Lego Star Wars than I was. So even from the beginning, you have, you've always been better at all of these newfangled Star Wars video games. <laughs> the future is now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> than I have. Um, do you remember playing through any of the other episodes or mostly just Phantom Menace? It was, it was like Phantom Menace, and then I remember doing like the Revenge of the, the Revenge of the Sith scene, I think, where Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. Because there were some levels where it would be easier if you had, because Lego Star Wars, you always have to do those things where mm -hmm. you like trigger this, and this then, switch, yeah. and this thing happens, or you jump on this thing to put this bridge down. Yeah. And it would always be easier if there were two people playing, but I would feel like I was always letting you down <laughs> because I'd get to the thing where you were supposed to flip the switch or whatever, and I'd fall off a bridge <laughs> or you know, something yeah. like that. Um, just disappointing you from the beginning. Yeah, I probably just was pitying you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lego Star Wars was a huge part of my love for Star Wars. It kind of, because it, it's kind of like, I don't know, like the cliff notes of every episode. And so most of my knowledge on the episodes, uh, I hate to say it, it probably comes from Lego Star Wars, despite them never talking in, in the game. <laughs> The cutscenes are good, though. Yeah, even though they're just kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty good. So other video games were being played uh, while Lego Star Wars was your specialty. Mm -hmm. I was a little bit more into, now this gets confusing because they've redone things, but the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 which I had on my PC. Uh, we've just, through, through the miracle of the interwebs, looked it up and saw that the original Star Wars Battlefront II came out in 2005, which is interesting because you... <laughs> I was born in 2005. You also came out in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> so you came out the same time as Star Wars Battlefront II. But as, as was my case, at that time, and still today, I know that I did not buy it at that time because I'm cheap and I won't buy a video game for myself when it first comes out. Well, except for the well, we'll get to we'll get to that later and how unusual that was. But uh, Eli thinks that I had like a, a, a box set of both the original Star Wars Battlefronts on my PC. But I like to play Battlefront 2 the most. And Eli remembers that that was sort of like a, a moment yeah. in his Star Wars. Well, it's also one of the moments I remember thinking my dad was so cool. Because there's so many buttons on the keyboard. 
you know, on the Wii, there's just like A, B, and that's it. You know, that's all you need to know. But there's like all these keys that he was pressing and moving the mouse. And I was like, what? How are you even playing the game? I didn't understand. But it, it looks so cool because it's like you're in Star Wars. I think Lego Star Wars was fun because it was like, you know, kind of cartoony. But Battlefront 2 was so interesting because you were like a trooper on the Battlefront. Geonosis or whatever. Yeah, Geonosis. Um, one of the sounds that I remember is like the... That, you know, that gun <laughs> <Yes>. sound. <laughs> yes, the, yeah. those little bug guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, those are good. Um, so I would, I would watch him play. I would sit on his lap. And then this leads into uh, why the show is called Peanut Butter and Star Wars. I used to like to enjoy a snack <laughs> of self-made peanut butter and crackers. Not your pre-packaged. No. We're, I mean, why did pre-packaged even become a thing? Right. Because, okay, what we would do is we'd have, like, a sleeve of Ritz <laughs> and, like, a, a full jar of peanut butter, you know. And I think usually a bowl, too. Yeah, because you have to – you make some. And you – Set them in the bowl. Yeah. So they're ready. So you can eat them while you're playing. Eat while you're playing. So while you're dead, you make, you know, your yes. peanut butter crackers. In between your respawns, you make a few more peanut butter cracker sandwiches, and yeah. you're ready in your bowl. Yeah. And so you remember that you were probably mostly sitting on my lap. <laughs> Just digging into those peanut butter crackers. <laughs> because that was, like, the best part. Because, you know, I, I wasn't able to play, but I was able to enjoy the same snack as him. So it was great. So I would watch him play while I eat these peanut butter crackers, and he'll make more, you know, eventually. And I'm sure in future episodes we will talk about uh, why the original Star Wars Battlefront Two is kind of still the standard by which we measure all other video games. Yeah, for sure. Which brings us to another video game which I not only did shell out the money to buy when it first came out, but also bought an entire gaming console in order to play it, and that is 2015's Star Wars Battlefront, which would have been when you were 10. Yeah, and I remember this vividly because the trailer was amazing. Mm -hmm. The graphics looked great, and it looked like it was basically just following up in Battlefront's legacy. And that was just really cool for us because 10 years later, they're coming out with like a, what looked like, like a Battlefront remastered almost. Which, because we had such a bond with playing Star Wars Battlefront, you know, yeah. we were like, oh my goodness, now they're coming out with this whole new version of it, which is going to be bigger and better and we're yeah. gonna get an xbox and we're gonna we're gonna tear this up yeah play it all the time and they like advertised a split screen mode so we were excited because we had always played like one at a time when i was younger and so if we were able to just go and run around and battlefront together it was such a cool idea so i remember uh as soon as we saw it my dad uh was ready he was he was ready to go out and get that xbox i'm pretty sure we just bought it on a whim didn't we because it was kind of around your birthday or something. I think it came out in November. Yeah. So we bought the Xbox in October, and we pre-ordered Battlefront. And I remember <laughs> we, we really wanted to play it, uh, and it came out the same day I had a, like a fifth-grade choir concert <laughs> or something. And I, I told my friend, I was like, I might miss the choir concert. 
We might be playing Battlefront. And then he went and told my teacher that. <laughs> I don't remember this. You don't remember no. this? Uh, I was telling my friend about it, how excited I was. I was like, I, I don't know, man. I made a joke. I was gonna, I, I might miss the choir concert. And then he went up and told the teacher, Eli's not gonna be here because <laughs> a video game is coming out. And I was like, no, it was a joke. And she was like, you didn't, your parents didn't tell me this. What, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, it was, it was a joke. It's just a video game. It's a Star Wars game. And, you know, <laughs> I was trying to explain myself. I thought I was going to get sent to the principal's office. Um, well, anyways, uh, game comes out. Does not live up to our expectations at all. And it, it, I mean, it's a kind of hard legacy to live up to, especially because, I mean, there's the nostalgia of playing the original Battlefront 2 and all that. <laughs> but it was just bad because it, the progression, everything was locked behind. Like, you couldn't even get, like, the blasters you wanted. And it didn't have the class-based system either. That, I think, was a big disappointment to us because we really liked being yeah. able to choose the different, the different classes. But the biggest disappointment of all was the split screen. Yeah, because we, you know, we went out and got two controllers. We got even like a Star Wars-themed controller, too. We got like a Darth Vader controller. Which I still have. He still uses. Using on my gaming laptop. Uh, which we use to play Battlefront together now. But that's, that's a different story. Um... And so we just had an Xbox, so we couldn't like have two Xbox playing at the same time or anything. So it was really disappointing because the only split screen mode was like survival. Yeah, it was that when you play against the the like arcade mode. Yeah, whatever. and it wasn't that good. It was just kind of like shooting people as they ran at you, and that's fun. But there's no there's no uh, what is it control command posts. Yes. There's no you know nothing like that. So that was just really disappointing. And, you know, no classes and everything, it seemed like you, they wanted you to pay money for. And, you know, uh, later on in his life, that it became glaringly uh, apparent because, like, to get a new hero, you had to pay, like, 50 bucks. So, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2015, probably biggest Star Wars disappointment for us. Yes, yes. But we'll come back and we'll, in another episode, we'll talk about... Battlefront 2 versus Battlefront 2. And we'll yeah. talk about our love for the original and how the second one sort of redeemed it a yeah. little bit. And they continue to make it better. Yeah. So, but thanks for nothing, 2015 Star Wars Battlefront. The one time I go out on a limb and shell out a bunch of bucks for a video game. Never again. All right, that's going to do it for episode one. This saga has a beginning of uh, Peanut Butter and Star Wars. Join us next time when we will be doing our first top three ranking. Get ready for this. We're going to be ranking the trilogies in the order that we prefer them. So you be thinking about if you were going to rank prequel trilogy, original trilogy, sequel trilogy what order of preference would you put them in we're gonna tell you our preferences on the next episode of peanut butter and star wars until then remember the force will be with you always <laughs> every generation has a legend 
every journey has a 